So, fellas, what do you think? First live video uh, outside the live show. I think it was fun, man. I think it's going to be some fun What's technology good? to use. You know, being able to go in and talk to the talk to the Disney family, maybe bring some people on, talk about, you know, what's up with their Disney Live, things like that. I liked it. I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's a great opportunity to uh, get a bit, little bit closer with some of these people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And especially whenever we pick up Mike on a on a rough sporting night. <laughs> Poor guy, man. Well, it's, t- it's, it's 10 to 1 Oh, no, they scored. So You're fine. They no, scored. they're coming yeah, back. They yeah, they're good. It's only the fourth inning. We got plenty of games. They're coming back, time. man. You're going to – I'm telling you. And, and Jason, you uh, – tell you what, buddy. You're speaking of somebody who looks a little tired. You've got a lot going on and – I got I got candles burning in every direction, man. I've got – plus, no joke, guys. I sent you that text, and I'm like, dude, I – I'm leaving in two days for a vacation. I, it completely slipped my mind because we were so busy. I thought it was a week or two away, and I'm sitting here going, uh, oh, you know, my wife is on serious deadlines right now, and I'm like, she's like, we leave in two days, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> maybe I maybe I should plan a little bit for this vacation. So we're going to be gone. You must, really, you must really love your job because if I have an hour off, I know that I'm going to be off. Like, how did you not know you had off this you week? No, we just it's, we were just so busy, man. Just so, so busy. Well, this is Rachel's busy time, right? Huge, huge, huge busy. I mean, I think she's got 16, 16 clientele in the can right now as we speak. I mean, that's that's in, in the back, and she's got she's got a lot more to do before we leave, so... Well, don't worry. Mike and I will uh, hold down the fort. We'll do something. Yeah. I don't know what we'll do. We'll we'll figure it out, won't we, Mike? Well, listen. I know it's going to be. We're going to do an episode answer. on the Polynesian. Ooh, I like that. I think, Let's talk I, all the Polynesian. I think you should to give me something to listen to on the way home. I like it. Uh, speaking of the Poly, one of the things we're talking about tonight, guys, has to do with the Poly, and I think this is one of my favorite topics at Disney, especially since I just got back from an adult trip. So before we get too much uh, in depth about. What's going on in our lives? Let's go live in three, two, one. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney Dad's Podcast. It's Monday, October 8th, and we're a show that talks a little bit about us, a lot about Disney, and I am joined by two guys who absolutely live Disney every single day of their lives. Jason, Mike, what's up? Guys, how you doing? I'm pre-vacation. I'm ready to go. I lie. <laughs> I lie so much. I'm tired, but I am so excited to be down here. You know, you guys told me, you said, hey, hey, if you guys, need, if you need to bow out, Jason, for tonight, that's fine. Um, and I, because I know you're like, I'm burning both into my candles I'm like, no, this is my time where I can just unwind with you guys and have a little fun. So I'm glad to be here. You know, I'm coming off a three-day weekend, and there's nothing more I dread tomorrow than going back to work, all the chaos that's going to ensue. But I get to end it on a high note and spend some time with you guys. 
and get to talk about one of my favorite things as well too, and that's doing a little bit of adulting in Disney. And uh, Justin, I know you're the king of doing adult trips. You've gotten to, you've gotten to do a lot more than we ever have, but uh, I know I have, and I know Jason has because I've done some of it with him. Got to enjoy some of the lounges and some of the bars that that have been around the Disney property. And uh, tonight we're gonna jump into that a little bit and talk about some of our play- favorite spots to have a drink when you're on vacation and just to kind of wind back a little bit. So uh, without further ado. I'm going to start with the uh, top five places that I can think of, and um, I'm going to start with number five, and that would be the Jock Lindsay Hangar Bar. Yeah, so I personally have done Jock Lindsay's. Have you guys done Jock Lindsay's yet? No, and uh, it's definitely on my list of something that I want to get done. It's not a place that I've been to yet, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. I know you've been there, Justin. Yeah, bunches of times. Uh, Jason, I'm surprised you haven't, man, because you're a massive Indiana Jones fan. Yeah, yeah, I am, but it was just new that last trip. That Okay, let me rephrase that. I didn't go uh, when I went down with my solo trip. I, I did um, mm-hmm. Disney Springs with um, Aaron, and right. um, we didn't go in there. We went to a couple other ones, um, and I didn't do it before that because the wife and I were – I mean, look, we were doing Epcot. We didn't want to go to Disney Springs for that night. So, no, it, it's it's on the list. It's definitely on the short list to uh, do too. So the history of Jock Lindsay's is, uh, of course, if you're a fan of Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones, you know that he is Indiana Jones' pilot, and he owns Reggie the Snake. And they the storyline goes something like this. In 1938, they find Disney Springs while chasing down um, some mythology-based tip in Central Florida, and... Jock, he ends up uh, buying some property there on the waterfront and making a pretty much a bar, a place for people to come in um, that where they can stop in and their travels and have a drink, have some food, things like that. And so you get uh, a great place that you can go and see some really cool artifacts. You got to see some plain remnants. I mean, right, even if you've never gone, if you walk by the front of Jock Lindsay's, you instantly know that the, the plane has crash landed. It's right there in the front. And just, man, it's just a cool spot. Uh, I went there with Aaron. Uh, I've also been there multiple times with my wife. The cool part is, you know, all three of us love Disney Springs. Big fan. Mm -hmm. This is a great place if you want somewhere you can sneak in and find a place on the water to have a beverage or or food. They have great food. Um, You know, it's more of just appetizers. You're not going to go and get a a four-course meal. But you can go and have appetizers and have a specialty drink. Um, Moscow Mule there is fantastic, and you get that storyline too. It's just it's it's really really amazing that they put that kind of intricacy into pretty much a lounge at Disney Springs. I love what they're doing with Disney Springs already, you know, and to see Jock Lindsay's there, and Jock Lindsay's is kind of the first one that did that. Uh, I really think you two would really enjoy it. Uh, especially Jason, no one. And Mike, are you a, are you a uh, Indiana Jones fan? A huge Indiana Jones fan, and and so Sammy as well too. Sammy's really? kind of okay. into the movies, and to be honest, Disney is what got her into it because we've gone to the Indiana Jones stunt show over in mm-hmm. Hollywood Studios, and that kind of piqued her interest. And we watched the movies together, and um, she likes Indiana Jones as well. So uh, that's what I was, you know. I was going to get to that and ask you that. Now I know, obviously, you've been to Disney Springs with Riley before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If I was yeah. doing the family thing and we were hanging out during the day, is that a place that you would go with? With uh, Riley during a day, is that something that you'd be interested in? Because if you were a Disney fan, uh, a uh, Indiana Jones fan, Mike, I 100% think that Sammy would love it. I think her being a fan of Indiana Jones, it's definitely a kid-friendly place. You can go, you can sit outside, you can see the amphicars from the boathouse, you can see the water. Um, 
I really, really enjoy it. Riley's been multiple, multiple times. Everything from the food to the drinks to the atmosphere to the cast members that are selling the story. It's amazing. I really have enjoyed every single time I've went. And like I said, with Riley, she has a good time too. Now, Jason, do your boys enjoy the Indiana Jones films or are they kind of a little young for it? I, I have not I have not introduced it to them. I do have uh, Indiana Jones, um, The Crystal Skull, on my top of my pile of DVDs here because I'm redoing stuff down here. And my son has been just clamoring. And, and once winter comes, we'll have a little bit more time to watch movies. So I'm going to start them out with um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, look, this is my, my, my son is just like me. I know he's going to be a treasure hound. This is going to excite him. I know he's going to love the movies. I mean, we just watched Goonies the other day for the first time. Oh, it's a great so, movie. That's a it great is, man. movie. It's definitely in the top five movies ever made of all time, Best you know? Ever. And um, because it's everything of when I was a kid at that age, it was, it was everything that I always dreamed about. You know what I mean? So here we go. Um, I think once I introduce them to the movies, I'll be more apt to bring them into um, this lounge. And let them experience it. Had they done the Hollywood Studios, uh, Indiana Jones? They did. We did. We were the first one. They actually uh, got to be directors. They got to um, start the show off and stuff. Yeah, it was nice. Um, It's just one of those shows that we've only done maybe one or two other times. You know, it's I hate to ever see it go, guys. But I really, you know, because it's a great show. It really is. But it always, we just walk past it, if I was to be completely honest. That was my question to you all. How long does Indiana Jones keep a place in the parks? That show, I, but do, do but do they pack in the summertime? Do they do they pack? It's a people it? eater. It's a people eater. I it mean, is a people eater. It I takes mean, how many thousands of people in for 30, 40 minutes? Takes so, them off the streets of America. You know. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know, man. I I don't go in the summertime or during peak season. So I don't know how busy it is. But I don't know. It's uh, Indiana Jones, like Mike, you just said. You're, you're a huge energy. You're a huge Indiana Jones guy. I am too, and I would like to see more Indiana Jones in the parks. Well, I think Mike put it perfectly. Every time we talk about something like Indiana Jones, and of course bringing it back to Jock Lindsay's Wood, our kids enjoy it. And I think Sammy is the perfect example. I always think that the next generation is not going to get it, but then you get kids like Sammy who are amazing and grasp onto Star Wars and to Indiana Jones. And so, I mean, obviously Mike's doing a amazing job parenting, but I think, yeah, I think it could stay in the parks. I think it's just, will it be introduced by different parents and, and loved like we love it? Well, essentially, isn't Scrooge McDuck basically the Indiana Jones of Disney? Of course he is. Okay. So I wish they would, it would be, it would be a disservice for Disney to not push Indiana Jones. I mean, they're doing it with Star Wars. They're trying to angle Star Wars to bring in this younger generation with the the cartoons and what and whatnot. Um, Indiana Jones deserves its own legacy. And, and and I'm not talking about like the young Indiana Jones. I'm talking about really good I don't know. If it need I don't even want to say animated or, or anything, but somehow introduce this because this is the epitome of treasure hunting. This is every small boy's dream to get out there and and I'm, I don't know. I, I don't even have words for it. Disney needs to do something. How about that? Yeah, but you don't think Indiana Jones is not 
faring so well because there's not new stuff really coming out. You know, Star Wars has the whole new series, the whole new movies, all the spinoffs, all the animated. Uh, don't you think that maybe? I mean, if you had to replace the Indiana Jones uh, experience there, what would you replace it with? I don't think it would go there. I don't think an Indiana Jones. Um, I don't think you could replace something with Indiana Jones there. I think it deserves another attraction. I just. I think it deserves. I mean, that one in Disneyland is fantastic. It's amazing. I mean, that's what I was going to bring up next was when you talk about Indiana Jones and you look at either having Dinosaur mm-hmm. or Indiana Jones, it's it's apples and oranges. It's not even close. I, I mean, it's crazy how amazing the Indiana Jones attraction is. And when you think about bringing that to the next generation, that's what something like that does because it's exciting, it's entertaining, and it brings families together. They can do it. So I could see them doing something like that there. But it is cool that... They are introducing through the show, but also through these small lounges like Jacques Lindsay's Hangar Bar, this culture that we all grew up with. And I really enjoy going, sitting in there and, you know, looking over everything and, and find, because what's cool about that place is you can find all the, in, the, the storylines. Oh, okay, there's that from that movie. There's that from that movie. And you can kind of pull them all together and try to figure them all out. And, and you, when you're there, you feel like you're, an adventurer too. Well, let me and, oh, go ahead. Go I'm ahead. Sorry, no, I, no, was no, gonna, go ahead. I was going to say I had a, I had a point come across, and, and maybe it's Nolan Boyd, but did we did didn't the Indiana Jones kind of miss its mark with the millennial generation that came up, or were they still part of that Indiana Jones franchise? No, I think that I think it missed the mark. What do okay, you think, so, I think so with the new the lounge, with the new lounge. Do you think that because the millennials are now at that age where they are at Disney, they are drinking, they are having kids, do you mm-hmm. think that that they're going to start seeing this and maybe that will excite? Uh, you know what I yeah, mean. Do you I think, think so. that would be some some like maybe some ignition of fire on you know to? Um, I, well, I think something? that's what little things like that do because it makes people ask questions. Mm-hmm. Whenever they walk into a lounge like Jacques Lindsay's, it makes them go, "Well, what's all this about?" Right, and then as you start you know, researching the cool, the good thing, you know, the great thing about millennials is they've grown up with a phone their entire mm-hmm. life. So they can, they in 30 seconds can have the entire backstory of Jock Lindsay's hangar bar and Jock sure. Lindsay and who Jock Lindsay was. And then maybe that leads to, you know, going and exploring the Indiana Jones series. Uh, yeah. I think that's the amazing thing. Some of these lounges do. Yeah. But do you think I don't, not to get too much off topic here, like we always do, but do you think that if it wasn't Harrison Ford, which you're not going to have anymore playing this character, don't you think that he was the, um, he's what made that movie that if any other actor took that spot, it wouldn't have been that. And I don't care who you put in that spot for the future Indiana Jones or future explorers. No one can hold a candle to that guy because he was such an amazing act. I mean, just his character and his personality and the way he portrayed it. I mean, we saw him do it as Han Solo and we saw him do it as, you know Indiana Jones do you think it was anybody else going forward I mean obviously he can't play the part anymore because he's getting older and getting up there in age but you think that that's why maybe they can't carry it over to the next generation how did Han Solo do the movie I never got a chance to see it I'm saving it to watch it with my boys I liked it a lot I Sammy and I watched it I just as a star I liked it better than the last Star Wars I mean you know like I said I don't want to get off too much of a tangent here but, but was he Han Solo yes he was the the younger version of what Han Solo was, uh, right? But I mean, but were you convinced it was Han Solo? I mean, did he do a good job? He with had it? that cocky, charismatic attitude. You know, he had that you know I'm the best pilot kind of thing, and you know he was definitely had that that. Uh, 
he had the attitude. He played it off really well. Okay. So uh, yes, so, but I, but I don't. But Gigi's, Indiana Jones went on for a movie. I don't think he, I don't think this guy could pull three, four, five movies out of the solo movies. But which the way uh, uh, Harrison Ford did with the with the uh, Raiders of the Lost Raiders of the Lost Ark series. Well, I think you get too with with. And we're completely <laughs> down a rabbit hole now. <laughs> we have we have left reality and we are down a rabbit right, hole. Right. But I think that and Mike, you got to pull us back in soon. I think that the fact that you don't you have mm-hmm. some face characters in Star Wars, but a lot of the story is driven off people who you don't see their face. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, do you understand what I'm saying? Yep. And there's more. It's not centrally based around one character with Star Wars, where it is with Indiana Jones. Okay, so I mean, it, the thing is, the right. thing is titled Indiana Jones. It's titled right. after the lead character. Star Wars, you can you can create as many storylines as you want, as long as the writing's good and it holds up, then you can keep it going forever. I don't ever want to see a re. I don't want to see a redo of the series. I don't think that I want to see a Raiders of the Lost Ark with a 2020 twist to it or a 2020 version to it. Okay. However, I would be completely okay with Indiana's, um, you know, estranged grandson. You know, inheriting his stuff because he passed away. You know what I'm saying? Where all of a mm-hmm. sudden he just picks up the legacy, and now he's got Grandpa's book, and and uh, there's other adventures that need to happen. You know, oh, um, I can understand that. That would be fun. I mean, that would be a way to open it up. You get someone that's young in there. Um, or why don't we see an animated series? I, you know, I thought about that, but would would Disney be willing to bank on that? I mean, look at look at Miles from Tomorrowland. I thought that was a brilliant show. It's not on anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about as far yeah. as like yeah, animated no, yeah, yeah. goals? Y'all trust me, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I got you know I got boys that are at that age that loved it. You know, so, miles, miles from Tomorrowland. I, I, but it was. It, I thought it was great. But let me tell you what, I would be all in for a animated, uh, not animated. I would like to see the 3D, um, the CGI. I like it. Yeah. Of, well, of Indiana Jones. And with that, the there's not a better place at Disney <laughs> to show this animated series. Than Jock Lindsay's okay. hangar bar. Mike, pull us uh, out of this rabbit hole and take us to number four. It's time for us to go. After all of this rabbit hole going down and all these sidebars, <laughs> it's time to go for some tequila shots. <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh. So, 20 I need minutes it after this. So we're going to head out of Disney Springs and we're going to head all the way over to Epcot and we are going to park ourselves over at La Cava de Tequila. And uh, unfortunately, here's another place that I haven't been to. But I know you have, uh, Justin, and I know you have, Jason. Uh, unfortunately, I missed that night out with you guys. So I want to hear about your stories, what you liked about the place, and uh, your opinions on it. Your breath smells like cucumbers. Ooh. <laughs> that, would be the, that would be the delicious cucumber and jalapeno margarita that they have at La Cava. It was amazingly good. It was it's wonderful. So uh, this- Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say this is the first time Justin and I ever uh, toasted a drink together. We um, we met there, and uh, it was um, it's small. It's very intimate. Very small. Mm-hmm. Guys, what a fun little place with incredible drinks. Uh, I don't really. This is. I don't like to go out and drink alone. So this is definitely a place where I won't go if I'm on a solo trip and go sit out and hang out and drink. I won't do that. Uh, but with a group of friends, this place is perfect because you're not getting like you're, you're, it's just a small, intimate little area where it's just your little group and you're surrounded by the energy, you know, if that makes sense. It does. My favorite thing about La Cava is this, and we did an episode about the Mexican pavilion Mm -hmm. is when you walk into 
the pavilion, you go into the market. You know, it's it's like you're in a Mexican market, you know, in a small town. You're seeing the different stands set up. And it's almost like, oh my gosh, I'm here, I'm shopping, but it's hot. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a cool little little bar, there's a cool little lounge right there, right off the street. Let me pop in there real quick. And it's so small. And you go in and the, the way the bar is set up just right as you walk in. And of course you can you can do one of two things. You can either walk in and grab try to get a table, which we were fortunate enough to do with the amount of people we had. Yes. We had I think sixteen to twenty people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were lucky enough to get a table, which was so much fun we could all gather around. But even if you want to stop in and just grab a beverage, you and someone else, you can go and uh, and just go up to the bar and grab that. I, I the reason this goes at number four for me is because of not only the theming of the lounge, the theming of the Mexican pavilion itself. Mm-hmm. I think you're so enveloped in the culture that once you walk into La Cava, you it's like you have been instantly transported to somewhere in Mexico. Customer service, cast members there, fantastic. Amazing. And they have a great Twitter account. You got to follow their Twitter account. Oh, okay. Great, Twitter account. great. That's a great advice. I, I did not yep. know that. Um, yeah, Cava's got a great Twitter account. They're awesome. The um, the hostess, the host, the bartenders, all amazing. Great tequila flights. To me, this is the perfect place to open up your night out if you're going out with your friends. Yes. It's 100%. The, it, it's right there. It's perfect. You can go ahead and start the festivities with some real liqueur and uh, have fun. It's a great, it's a great place. I got nothing bad to say about it. Well, and just to see them using all fresh ingredients, they're muddling the lime, mm-hmm. they're muddling the, the cucumber the, you know, depending on what margarita you're getting, they're using all fresh ingredients and you can taste that whenever you get those drinks, you can taste the fact that they are fresh. They're exciting. They're vibrant. They're fun. You know, just the whole atmosphere of that lounge to me makes it, significant enough to put on our list of our top five lounges around Walt Disney World property. Mike, I think this is a not miss for you at a, mm-hmm. an upcoming trip. I agree. Yeah, well, one of my next upcoming trips, I'm going to be with you guys. So I'm uh, hoping that we can share one of those margaritas together. I'm, I'm thinking that's a plan. <clears throat> well, don't I'm, worry. If you just follow me long enough, then we'll end I'm up sure there. sooner or later. And, and, if you, <laughs> and I know where every bathroom around is. Uh, last time I drank there was with Johnny and uh, our friend Benjamin, and um, it was in his dad. It was, uh, it, you know, it's always it's always been a hit for me. Every time I've gone there with company, it's always been great. So definitely a must-do if you have not visited this place. Cool deal. Hey, listen, I'm going to move down to number three. Now, this is a spot that I've been to. I know that Justin's been to. And I'm going to argue and say it should be higher up in the list, but we've all been kind of, we've, we've all decided this is what the list was going to be. And uh, it's one of my absolute favorite places. I discovered it on my last trip. And we're going to talk about the Geyser Point Bar at the uh, at Geyser Point Bar and Grill over at the Wilderness Lodge. And I tell you, this place was amazing. From the minute that I walked up to it, uh, if you're staying at the Wilderness Lodge, or if you're not, you kind of go out in the back by the pool area, you head down to where the lake is, if you were going to take the boats over to Magic Kingdom, or if you were going to, um, there's some boat rentals over in that area. It is a beautiful bar overlooking the water, overlooking the lake, and um, it's a lounge area, so if you wanted to get uh, food, uh, you could to have a quick serve there. Uh, the bar is incredible. The scenery is incredible. And the best part about it that I liked was I was able to have a cocktail there one night. We walked down with the kids down to the water, and you're able to watch the fireworks from there over Magic Kingdom, and they pipe the music in from Magic Kingdom. So uh, very cool spot, one of my favorite spots. Uh, Jason, I know you haven't been there, but Justin, tell me what you liked about it. 
So we experienced it about a year and a half ago, and it was a happy find for us. I I had seen it, of course, on different Disney forums and pictures and things because it was brand it was brand new at the time. I think it I don't think it had been open six months, and we stayed at Boulder Ridge in a one bedroom, and it was me my my uh, me myself. <laughs> listen to me, me <laughs> me Katie Riley and my mom, and we took Rye down for lunch one day. The food there is amazing like if you're looking for a great lunch spot you're laying by the pool and you want a great that quick service there is great but where geyser point one for me and why it should be number three if not higher mike i'm with you is going down there with rye with katie having an amazing drink open air i love the open air aspect of this of Mm -hmm. this lounge the fact that it's covered but it's open air you get those florida evening breezes coming through and having a nice drink, maybe having an appetizer, and then going over to the water and watching what well, time was wishes, and then happily ever after, of course. It's just a great, great place to take the family. When we were talking about the show, Jason, the one thing we talked about was, you know, with the show, is this, are these places that the families should go? This is a not-miss for you, your significant other, and kids of any age at any point. Yeah, look forward to that. That'll be a good one. Well, they pumped the music in there. I mean, it's just, it's great. Yeah, it's a very large spot, which is nice. You can get a lot of people around there. And I almost want to say it's kind of like a hidden gem because I was down there at a pretty popular time. You know, I was down mm-hmm. there the week after the 4th of July and the parks are pretty crowded. But I tell you, that spot was pretty empty most nights. And uh, we had a great spot to view the fireworks. The music was great. And then you even get that electric parade of the uh, boats. Yeah, that that's by, right. Uh, that's afterwards. right. So another little bonus because you don't always get to see that when you're in Magic Kingdom. And they had, you know, the, all the boats go by with the dragon and then the flags and so you get that other little bonus, too, of being able to see that as well, too. So if your kids haven't seen that, it's a nice little bonus to uh, enjoy that moment as well. Well, and during they, the di- Go ahead. Go ahead, Jason. Well, do they have air condition? I mean, I know you said it's open, but... No, it's open air. So it's if it's a 98-degree day, then you're still going to be... They have fans. They have all that. As I say, but, yeah, they had some pretty big ceiling fans. Yeah, there, right? but, they, okay. but yeah. also, uh, for us, you know, all three of us kind of do Disney the same way now, where we do the pools during the day. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and it's one of those where you're going over in swim trunks, you know, to maybe grab a sure. beverage, grab a sandwich, you grab stuff like that. Okay. In the evenings, though, I mean, just picture a Florida evening. You know, it depends on when you're there, but Florida evenings for me are amazing if they get down in the low 80s. Of course, I'm a southerner; I'm used to the heat. Mm-hmm. But uh, just to have that breeze kicking through, and you're sitting mm-hmm. at the bar or you're sitting at one of the tables. And Mike, does that place not have some of the most comfortable seating at oh, any to the same at thing. any yep. lounge on Disney property? Yep. I could fall asleep there, no problem at all. I mean, it's like, it's crazy comfortable. Yeah, I found it by mistake. We were actually at the pool over at uh, Copper Creek. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me go see at this. And I saw the sign for it. And I said, you know what? Let me go check that out. And I kind of walked back there. And I'm like, wow, this is beautiful back here. I really, really liked it a lot. Um, you know, I'm I'm hoping we're all going to definitely get a chance to, you know, partake in that spot when we're down uh, before the Disney Cruise. Uh, I think it's got a lot of room for a lot of people if we want to have a night out. Um, it's It would keep me, if I was going down with a bunch of friends, to want to book Wilderness Lodge, you know, to be able to have the quick, close access to that. And um, even if it's not, if you're not staying, uh, you know, at the Wilderness Lodge, it's a boat ride from Magic Kingdom. I mean, you literally take the boat ride over and you're right there. So, uh, you know, if you're walking around Magic Kingdom one night and it's uh, it's too crowded for fireworks, and you kind of want to watch it from a resort area. That's definitely a great spot to go catch it at. I was just about to ask you, would you guys make it a point to go over there if you weren't staying there? 
Uh, after seeing it now, I would. And the pictures don't do it justice. Well, not just that. It's the it's the the resort in itself. Take a boat over there and go sit down, relax, grab a beverage, watch fireworks, but then go go explore that resort. It's one of the most it's one of the most mm-hmm. breathtaking resorts on Disney property. I mean, it yep. is fun. It's it's amazing. I'm not there yet. I'm not there in my Disney relationship where I'm willing to give up a day to go do that yet. To go, you know, resort, I wouldn't do explore. it. I now, if we're day. gonna meet there for drinks, I, that's that's different. But if but just like if me and the family just to go. I'm just not there in my Disney relationship yet. I'm not. I'm just yeah. not there. See, we're we're at the point now where, especially, say we want to see Happily Ever After. Okay. Nine o'clock comes. It's packed. We've been in the parks for a couple hours. It's hot. But Mike, I I tell you what, and, and Uber too. I would take a boat over there. You know, eight thirty. Take a boat over. Sit down. Have a beverage. You're away from the crowd. Watch Watch Happily Ever After from there, and then because they pipe the music in. And then grab an Uber back to the resort. Skip the crowd. Don't have to worry mm-hmm. about it. No big deal. Uh, Jason, you stay at the Poly. You're right there, man. I mean, okay. you are. You're literally okay. right, right there. Uh, but I, for me, I, I rarely, unless we have an ADR, leave a park to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But for Geyser Point, I probably would. It's, mm-hmm. it's that good. Yeah, we're not. I'm not blowing it up. I'm not exaggerating. It is that great of a lounge to go and experience and sit down and chill and have some nice time. Sure. Okay. Cool. You know, spe- speaking of watching fireworks from an off-site location, there's another lounge we're going to talk about, and not everybody gets the opportunity to go there, but some people do. And if anybody's ever down there when I'm there, I'll be happy to take you there. And that is the Top of the World Lounge on top of Bay Lake Tower. And if you're fortunate enough to be a DVC member, you can certainly uh, take part in uh, viewing experience from up there and having a drink up there. It was, I did it a few times. Uh, I know quite a few people in our Disney Dads family have done it. I've seen quite a few pictures from up there. And uh, so, yeah, so that's a spot that I've been to. I know, Justin, you've been there. Jason, have you been to the Top of the World Lounge before? Yeah, we've, I've been up there a couple times. It, and what would you like about it? I think the view is something that's fun. I, I really enjoyed – it's very – it's small. Uh, it's um, There's not a lot of places to sit. You know what I mean? If it's crowded, you are not going to get a chair or, or a table. Uh, but um, – you know, that's kind of like, that's that hit or miss. You know, either it's the luck of the draw when you're up there, should I say the bad luck of the draw when everybody decided to be up there at the same time. I love that view, though, and it's such a fun view. Isn't it windy, though? Well, you start getting depends. up there. Is it, it windy up there the with the, um... okay, well, I, I always, I, I pick the windy days, always. The drinks are good. Guys, um, I, I don't have any complaints. It's fun. It's a fun, it's exclusive, too. Which kind of you know kind of gives mm-hmm. you that clubhouse feel, so uh, it's fun. If if anybody is has not had an opportunity to go up there, definitely you know get well, up there. And you, like you, you said, Mike, if I'm down and it falls on a Magic Kingdom day and and we have time and you you know if somebody's not a DVC member, I'm more than happy to take you up. We can take guests up. And one of my favorite things to do, we've taken mm-hmm. Rally up there a bunch of times, and love that they pump the music in. You get that same view as if you're on California Grill. You know, without the the two hundred dollar tab after eating, the chocolate cake there is ridiculous. It's so good at Top of the World. Oh, the chocolate cake! <laughs> grab a nice drink and sit back, relax. I've never had a problem with the crowds up there. It's been busy, but I've been able to find a chair. Uh, myself, Katie, Johnny Renfro, and Aaron went up maybe a year and a half ago, something like that. 
And yeah, we didn't have any problem. Okay. Got up there, got a chair right. and everything. I took a group. Actually, I pushed the limits. I took a I took a big group. It was a high school friend. Her entire family was in town, staying at Bay Lake, and they weren't DVC members. <laughs> they had just paid right. for the points. And uh, I took them up, and there was like sixteen people. I took up there. And they kind of gave me that look oh. like, okay, you know, <laughs> you're kind of pushing it now. But it was fun. We got up there, had a good time, watched some, uh, watched some fireworks. And I, I love, you said it perfectly, Jason, with ex- exclusivity. It's, it's something that, you know, and whenever we talk about Disney, experiencing something that maybe you haven't experienced before is always something really cool. I love having new Disney experiences. And I love seeing people go up there who have never been up there before because that view of the magic mm-hmm. kingdom from there is second to none. It really is beautiful. I mean, it's, it, it's perfect. As you see the fireworks going, the music's coming in and you're finishing your day right there and you have a beverage in hand. You're not fighting crowds. You're not doing all that. I, I, I love it. Like you said, I could have flip flopped these two. I could have uh flip flopped top of the world and geyser point. I'm kind of, Back and forth, two or three. Okay. I'm happy putting them in either spot. I think they're both amazing ways to end your evening. Uh, but yeah, number two is a perfect spot for, for this. Mike, what's your what's your take on perfect. on top of the world? My one thing that I remember from Top of the World and also from California Grill is watching the fireworks from up there and realizing the forced perspective of how the mm-hmm. fireworks aren't over the castle. That was the first thing that mm-hmm. I was like. It was almost like. The reality of something comes true. I'm like, wow, you know, I've heard that before that it wasn't really there, but to see how far off the fireworks were off property yeah. was kind of weird. But Lies. Yeah, Lies. it was kind of like, you know, but I know. yeah, it was one of those things where it just kind of t- took me aback because I just expected to see the fireworks right over the castle, but it wasn't. It was so far off in the distance, but it was still beautiful to see the fireworks, you know, from our point of view and to have the music in the background was great. Uh, I've done it a few times. I want to say we've gone up there twice. Uh, I've also watched the fireworks from California Grill on our last trip. And, um, yeah, it's definitely cool. Definitely a great spot. And I definitely recommend that lounge. And like I said, if I'm ever uh, going up there and there's somebody in our group that's down there, I'd be happy to take you up there if you haven't been up there and experience it yet. Well, and I've been I've been up there in shorts and T-shirt, and I've been up there in a suit before. Mm-hmm. You, like we've just we've had things going on at Disney the where we Katie and I went on a date night to California Girl or something like that and we dressed up you know because we don't get very many options to dress up together and you can go however you want I mean that's the thing I love about that spot is you can come in looking like you've ran a marathon from the parks all day and you can come in dressed to the nines it doesn't matter you can go up there relax enjoy everyone's talking Disney everyone's having a good time the bartenders are great the the servers are great uh, love it. It's one of my favorite spots. Yeah, let's take a quick break before we take it to number one. Just because summer's coming to an end doesn't mean it's not time to travel. Make sure to get a hold of us at Away With Me Travel. Jamie and I are here to take care of all of your travel needs. Contact us at DisneyDads at AwayWithMeTravel.com to get all the information about the inaugural Disney Dads podcast cruise sailing July the 17th, 2019 with a double dip at Castaway Key. We can't wait to see you on board. And remember, keep on traveling. Guys, I'm excited to get down to number one. It's a place that we've all been to. I've been there with Jason. Justin, I knew. I know you've been there with, uh, with Jason. So uh, I'm going to bring us to number one, and that would be Trader Sam's Grotto. And what a fun place that is. Uh, during the daytime, you can bring the kids. I know quite a few people in our group have brought our kids there. Uh, it's a fun place 
boisterous, loud uh, place to have a really good time. Um, it's it's a kind of a small spot. It's located in the Polynesian. If you haven't been there, I certainly recommend you doing it during the daytime with your kids or do it at nighttime as adults. Uh, what a great time it is. You know, if it's, if it's a little bit of a wait to get in, I'd say it's definitely worth the wait. And uh, guys, tell me about uh, your experiences over at Trader Sam's. Uh-oh, uh-oh, Two shots of rum. What a great drink. Oh, man. I tell you what. There's so what many great, so many great got, drinks man, I there. Could, and just look, like, it's not even about the drinks. I tell you who sells that lounge mm-hmm. for me, it's the cast members. They're incredible playing those roles, you know, coming out and just all the things they do for every beverage and whatever we're talking about that place i mean all the things that happen around you and this is why this would easily be my number one is because kids now you have to go before a certain time but taking the kids they will enjoy this with everything happening in there they will love it from the rain to the tiki gods to everything that goes on from the from the chairs i i can't i can't label enough how amazing this place is and i was fortunate enough to go with my good buddy Jason there and have have a partner in crime to take on the Nautilus. The not listen, you're giving me a lot of credit. I don't think you needed help with the Nautilus, but I did appreciate you sharing it with me. Oh man, it Oof. was it was a uh, it was an incredible it was it was an incredible evening, guys, for sure. And that uh oh man, and and I I had one last time I was there. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. This is this is a drink. If nobody's ever been there, this is a drink where they actually light it on fire, and they and it's, I think it's made for four. They say for four or there's four different spots, so four different people can throw their three service. three. Three, the, your sacrificial spices into the fire, which makes it you know flame up, and then you have to stab the fire to put it out, and then you guys share it. Well, there was no sharing a lot of the times. It was, <laughs> it was they were individual drinks that night. It was, and that Nautilus was really good, and I love that souvenir that you got. What a great listen! You have to go there, guys. You have to. I've picked up five mugs now, and I, I just got a new one on this past trip. Mm-hmm. Gosh, it's just so much fun. I remember the first time I ever went there was about a year and a half ago. And I sat down at the bar. Katie was taking a nap with Rye. Maybe two years ago. Katie was taking a nap with Rye. And she, I, I sit down and I order my beverage. And about 20 minutes go by, I'm talking to this girl next to me. We're actually talking about Disney podcast. Talking to this girl next to me. And she goes, your chair's sinking. And I realized that I was in a sinking chair. And that my chair, you know, now I was about chin high at the bar, <laughs> which for me doesn't take much. But, you know, I was sitting there and you just sit like that and then your chair comes back up after a little bit. And all the chairs do that. All the high top chairs do that. It's just randomly they can choose to have your chair lower. And it lowers so smooth that you don't even realize it until you're down, you know, below everyone else. <laughs> and uh, I'd love to get Jason there, though. If, if we could just get Jason in a lowering chair, he could be actually at the right height. He could be like a normal person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, but let me give you guys a tent because that place fills up at night. You, they time. won't let yeah. you in. Okay, it fills up, but you can get a waiting list with a buzzer, and that's what Mike and I did. Yep. So Mike yep. and I went outside. It was perfect night. Uh, I had a zombie. What did you end up having? I had the zombie. You had a zombie. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we had zombie, um, which was a, a great, a great beverage. And well, uh, we started we, off at the Lapu Lapus over at the first lounge. Yes, we did. We were upstairs. Yep, the Lapu Lapus, and uh, what it was, 
it was nice because our buzzer was there and when the buzzer finally went off him and I could go inside and we found it and then you got to find the table uh, but one but you know here's the thing everybody's kind of just family in there guys yeah. everybody's there to have a good time you know I mean it's it's really something else if you go in there like anywhere else if you go in with a friendly attitude you're there to have a good time I mean we're there to, to have a good party right people are uh, people are amazing man you have a great time with people. Well, when we, Meet some good people. Oh, when we were there this past trip, we had Abby and Nate, the RC sailors, with us. They had yep. never been before. Okay. And just to see not only the look on Nate's face when he got the uh-oh and they come out and they're spraying water with the, oh, you've angered the tiki gods, and they're spraying water, you know, all over people. And to see everything that happens, he was like a kid. And that's the fun part about right. these lounges, and that lounge in particular is you see adults turn into kids and they're still being oh, adults because you're having beverages yeah. but you turn yep. into kids because you're it's just all these cool things are happening around you and when you talk about you go in there and everyone's kind of family we walked in and instantly these these two ladies go hey we have some chairs come on come join us and we sit down yep. at their table with them i mean just people are so nice it may be the fact that they have had a little more to drink than us but they're just so nice that they sit down yeah. and i get nicer <laughs> as i have more oas too um mm-hmm. i i love this lounge i can't I want to. I want to say I can't recommend it enough, but I don't want everyone to go because it's already hard enough to get into. I want people to be like, "Oh no, don't go there!" But it's so much fun. Every time I go, I have fun. I have a blast. Everybody chanting two shots of rum, and they got. Uh, they have a nice little food menu too. Mm-hmm, they do. I mean, it's 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 bar food, uh, or uh, they had a nice little pizza. Um, I mean, it's just something you know. Some people don't like to just drink people want to eat in in between you know drinking and and they want to be responsible (laughs) but um they do have a nice menu where you can order something to try to you know absorb some of your uh oh uh, that Uh you're uh, uh, drinking uh well that's one thing about a great time about all these lounges all these lounges you can get something to munch on you can get some food you know and that's the great thing about these lounges it's not just they're not just made for adults they're made for families and that's where disney Sets the bar with these, this not only through the theming, but they set the bar with involving everyone. They don't exclude the kids. They don't, ex- you know, these lounges are for everyone to go have a good time. And I think a lot of families, whenever they think Disney and they think Disney trips with a family, and then they hear places like this episode, they instantly think, well, I could never experience that because I have the kids with me. Well, you're missing out. You need to go. You're going to, you're not only are you going to enjoy it, your kids are going to enjoy it. Uh, I, I just, Rye loves going to these places. She loves going to Trader Sam's and seeing everything that hap- is happening and, and the Tiki gods lighting up and talking and the thunder and the lightning and the rain. She loves it. Yep, I agree. Well, guys, I know we've had some great pictures of some of these lounges. I know uh, Jason and I have a picture there and you guys have quite a few pictures from your trip. And that brings us to one of our favorite things and that would be pictures of the week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. It's time for us to get our picks of the week. All right, guys. Now, normally I usually give Jason or Justin the first pick of the week, but since no, you give Justin the first I pick. Well, I'm, I'm more, I give it to you. I'm more lovable. Let's call it how we see it. Guys. I'm like an look, <laughs> look, dude. I'm like an Ewok. All right. I'm cuddly and I'm lovable. <laughs> Everyone loves an Ewok. So. So can't blame. Well, anyway, I'm taking first pick of the week this week, so uh, that's why you guys don't take mine. And I'm sure Jason's going to have a list of another 30 people, so I'm going to go with mine. And mine would be to Brian Johnson, 
You, <laughs> that's the boot to of you, picture, dude. Listen. Oh my! One of my absolute me, favorite rides, and he has a picture of, oh, I believe, it's his daughter in a in a in a haunted mansion outfit, and it is absolutely awesome. And that, to me, is my absolute picture of the week. Congratulations, Brian Johnson! You got my pick of the week. It's a great, great picture. It is a great picture. That that costume great is picture. awesome. Isn't it awesome? I just incredible. I would wear that just I wouldn't just wear it for Halloween though. I would wear if I got a haunted mansion outfit, I would wear it all the time. I'd wear it to pick I would up like Riley to at see school. You wear that. I yeah. would like to see you wear that. Uh did you guys see in these in the uh the store outside Haunted Mansion they have the Haunted Mansion aprons? I got my mom one of those for uh on our last trip as a souvenir. It's an actual cooking apron and it's that outfit, but it's a cooking apron. Really, that's cool. Oh nice. Yeah, it's very cool. My mom bakes a lot, so it was a good gift for her. Yep. That's fantastic. God, I love that shop. Memento Mori. So, being that I just went, I will give my next pick to... I'll give it to Jason. Because I think I gave it to Justin last week. Well, thanks, buddy. I'm just going to give 100% from the bottom of my heart props. I think I picked him two days in a row. But Mm -hmm. guys, isn't he having an amazing trip, Brian Smalley? Oh... He has so many great pictures. I think one of my favorites is the um, the daughters got to meet their favorite princess at Cinderella's royal table. Number one, don't let that meal um, uh, fool you. That's an incredible meal. It's probably one of the best culinary expenses, ex- culinary experiences I've had at Magic Kingdom. Period. And I think we're doing. Um, I think we're doing be our guest to the new two credit. We'll try that. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. But it's great. It's a great picture. Man, it's nothing nothing like the family time, guys. Nothing like it. Justin? No, it's a no-brainer. Like, you guys should already know my pick of the week without me picking it. And that's because it's going to Tyler Lee and his family for their amazing Disney <laughs> cruise pictures. Are you kidding me? And there's one, there's one, you guys, it looks like you had an amazing, amazing time on the Disney Dream. And there is one picture in particular, though, that I love and that is when they were dressed up for the Halloween party because they were doing the Halloween on the High Seas tour mm-hmm. or cruise. And the Jafar and Aladdin, uh, uh, it just it's it's right? perfect. Jasmine, perfect. Isn't I mean, it, great? it is perfect. Yep. It is the perfect family picture. Tyler, you got to look. You got to get that thing, print it, blow it up, frame it, put it yep. up in the house because that is that's Disney magic at its best. I love it. Look, Disney Cruise, I, I I will say it once, I'll say it a hundred times. It's Disney at its absolute best. It's so much fun. I can't get enough Disney Cruise in my life. I'm having withdrawal right now. I need to be on the cruise line. Amazing. Such a great picture, Tyler. What what a fun family, man. I, I you know, it's like I, I, and look, I'm I'm not real, you know, into the whole Disney Cruise thing yet. Yet, okay. Uh, do all families pretty much like I'm looking at their pirate pirate one, right? Yes. Great looking family, uh, costumes are spot on. But can I ask you who who puts these costumes together? Is so it- we so here's the thing we even for the Disney Dads cruise, we will have pirate night. Okay. Pirate night where they're gonna shoot fireworks out at open sea off the deck of the Disney Dream, and everyone dresses as pirates. Har. And you go, and there's a great show, and you go up on deck, and you see the great show, and the fireworks go, and the food's flowing, and the drinks are going, and it's such a great time. I just love Disney Cruise. 
So, oh, okay, so Tyler, I just want to know who who's in charge of costumes. Katie's in charge of ours. Is she? Okay, because well, I wonder if Katie, it's, if it's... Katie and Amazon. <laughs> and Visa. Katie, Amazon, and Visa. And yeah. Visa, yeah. No, Visa. you're right, man. Listen, Tyler had a great, great trip. It looked like, and uh, good for you, man. Great family memories. Oh, I love it. I just living vicariously through you, brother. Love, love the picture. That's my pick of the week. I got a couple other ones that I, that have to go with being mentioned this week. Uh, I got a few because uh, obviously we have some amazing pictures in the group. Brittany Dukes uh, posted a picture of her baby girl, nine months old, and a nine-month milestone. Congratulations to her and her little Boo uh, Minnie Mouse outfit. Very, very cool. I like that a lot. And Hammer Michelle just got back from California. She was at a Disney trip. She had she had an amazing costume. She asked our advice in the group of uh, how she could put the costume together. Uh, a lot of you guys stepped up. She had amazing pictures. And uh, unfortunately, you're back on vacation. But thank you for sharing. And it uh, looks like you had a great trip. I got to throw one out there. Kaylee, Duff, Kaylee and Tom Duffield, newer members in the group. I don't know who took the picture. I don't know if it was Kaylee or Tom. Or whoever just wants to stand up and take credit for it. But man, that's a pretty picture of Spaceship Earth. Oh yeah, yeah, that sure oh, is. Of the reflection on the on mm-hmm. the oh, just beautiful, so so good. I saw that. I was like, all right, there's my new backdrop. I'm gonna steal that. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, anything else? Nope. I'm gonna just. That's it. Wow. That's I'm surprised. It? You know what? He's you in vacation mode. That's why. He's in vacation mode. I am. I am just. Yeah. yeah. I am. I'm done, man. I am just. I all am right. ready for a vacation. I am looking at all these amazing people. Have oh, <laughs> you know what? God, I'll tell you what. Let's stop. Let's stop right now. See, now you're making me go down these little rabbit holes. I have to give thank you to everybody who has been posting the the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween either videos. Or the pictures. You guys have really uh, gotten me through the last couple weeks as far as fun and me missing Disney and living vicariously through you because I love that party. I don't want to take that away from you guys. You Thank you so much for posting videos and pictures. Love it. Yep, I sure do. Still my pick of the week, Tyler Lee. You, look, Disney Cruise Line, boom, that's it. That's why I didn't touch it, by the way. And speaking of Cruise Line... Justin, you want to tell us about a upcoming cruise trip we got going on? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, probably in January, I'll probably go on a cruise. Um, is there <laughs> another one? Oh, yeah. The Disney Dads Podcast Cruise, July 17, 2019, on the amazing Disney Dream. Four nights, two nights, cast two stops at Castaway Key, one stop at Nassau. We're going to have so much fun, man. I cannot wait to see all you guys on board. I, You know, we were talking about doing lounges and seeing these lounges through the eyes of, of people who have never seen them before. I can't wait to see Disney Cruise Line through some of our first-time cruisers and watch the magic around them as they're just enveloped and they're surrounded by this magic for four days. I I, I can't get enough Disney Cruises. I love them. If you are interested at all in joining us on the Disney Cruise or if you're interested at all about coming down to Disney beforehand just to hang out, maybe go to some of these lounges, go uh, have a beverage, talk a little Disney, get to know each other, let us give a big thank you to you for letting uh, us be a part of your Disney family. Get a hold of Jamie and I, Disney Dads Podcast. I'm sorry, going to give you the wrong one. Disney Dads at AwayWithMeTravel.com. And send us an email. We'll get you a quote right away and get you sailing on the inaugural Disney Dads Podcast Cruise under 300 days till we sail, guys. Mm. Oh, let me throw this out here, too. If you're listening right now and you have booked on the Disney Dads Cruise and you have not done so, make sure to send me a message because I will add you to our uh, private 
Facebook group for just the, the people cruising. Uh, that way we don't bombard the cruise group, uh, the Disney dads group with documentation questions, with stuff that's just, you know, overall maybe questions people have about that cruise. We don't want to take over that Disney dads page. So we have that separate group just for you to ask those questions and Jamie and I will answer those and get, get back to you right away. And plus we'll be going live there a few different times just to kind of answer some of your questions. Listen, guys, I had a fantastic time tonight. Uh, Jason, you're on your way out the door. You're heading out to uh, Pennsylvania, seeing some family. Got a nice little family trip going. Spend time with the boys. And happy birthday to Parker. Uh, Happy birthday, buddy. I know you listen to the show uh, uh, with your dad and your mom. And uh, hope you had a great birthday and have a great vacation. All right, I'm going to go ahead and take over trivia. We did throw this question out on the live episode. If you don't belong to our Facebook group, guys, come over and join us. It's a lot of fun. Uh, But I'm going to go ahead and just to keep it fair, I'm going to throw it here. What 1964 Disney live action feature starring Haley Mills is set in Greece? Now, here's the thing. Text your answers in or call us. So here's why. This is we're giving away the, the the blanket giveaway. They're Halloween blankets, really nice ones by one of our good friends, Delinda Borth. So go ahead and text your answers. I'm going to throw one name in the pot. You give me a call and give me the answer and tell me a little bit about you and uh, your love for Disney or just give just just tell us a little bit about you. And I'm going to throw two names in the bot in the hat. And I'm um, just. Before we do the next show, I'll pick a name and um, get you the blanket in the mail. You get first pick if you win this week. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, guys. If you're looking to do that, it's so easy. All you got to do is text or call. Make sure to call. Leave that voicemail so you get those two two entries to 317-WDW-DADS, 317-939-3237. Give us a call. Shoot us a text and uh, answer that question. Tell us a little bit about yourself. And uh, get those double entries, though, guys. Call and leave a voicemail. We'd love to uh, play your play your uh, voicemail on a future show, talking a little bit about Disney. Great, great chance to be able to get on the show, be a part of the show, is to call that voicemail. Uh, and you can find all of that information and so much more at www.disneydadspodcast.com. Links to our social media, past shows, whether it be the uh, Disney Dads Podcast, Walking with Walt, the Disney 8, Away With Me Travel, so many other shows, just great shows. Go check them out. Fill your week with uh, with some excellent content there. And while you're at it, do us a big favor. If you like the show, if you like any of our shows, go on iTunes, throw us five stars. That helps us grow the show, reach more people, and uh, be able to grow our Disney community, our Disney family, and uh, and really just get to know you guys so much more. So head over to iTunes, throw us five stars. Guys, I've had a blast this week. Fun. Very fun. Yeah, man. I had a great time. I'm looking forward to hitting some of these lounges with you guys in the near future. And uh, that's it for this week. Jason, be safe, brother. Have a great trip. Uh, tell Parker, look, give him a big hug and tell him I said happy, happy birthday. And we'll miss you next week, buddy. We'll try to do our best to keep this thing afloat. <laughs> if it sinks, it fine. was a good ride, <laughs> dude. All right. It'll be it'll be fine. You guys are going to do a great job. I'm going to have a great trip. I need this downtime. I need to decompress with the family. It's been so busy lately. Uh, listen, little Parker, eight years old today, buddy. Your golden birthday. Um, this has been probably the fastest eight years of my life. One thing that I am with my kids, especially with the boys, is um, I'm always very open and honest about my emotions and and my feelings towards uh, them. Whether it's um, whatever directions the feelings go, whether I'm being hard on them or 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 I'm just giving them the color 
details of their life. But my thing is, is you are such an incredible little boy. It is, man, I've had such a good ride with you, pal. And I look forward to many, many years of of uh, growing with you and, and getting closer with you and watching you grow into be an incredible man. So, buddy, happy birthday. I love you. You guys have a great night. Have a great, great show next week. I look forward to hearing it. And to everybody else out there, Thank you, and have a great week. Good night, guys. Good night, guys. Night, buddy. Hey, Disney Dads. This is Dennis Keithley. I was listening to your episode about Splash Mountain, and all my kids are taking their martial arts class, and that got me thinking about what my most favorite picture was of our trips to Walt Disney World, and I'm going to go with a trip that we took in 2013. It was the first time I had taken my boys to Walt Disney World, and in our second day, we had uh, the park, or hop, park hopper option, and it kind of malfunctioned. And so we couldn't get into the Magic Kingdom that uh, evening after we had gone to Epcot during the day. Well, to make a long story short, after waiting about an hour uh, dealing with the uh, guest services to try and get that fixed, my then five-year-old was having a little bit of a meltdown, and his big brother, uh, who was nine at the time, kind of pulled him aside, and they were just started chatting and talking about all the amazing things they'd done the day before. And while they were doing that, I was waiting for the fast uh, the uh, park hop option to get fixed. I snapped a picture, and it's got the two best smiles and laughter and giggling coming out of those two captured on film that I've ever managed. And that is my favorite picture that I think I've ever taken on a Disney vacation. But uh, I'm going to share that with you all. Thanks for the great podcast, and I'm looking forward to the next episode. Have a magical day. Justin and myself, we want to say thank you, and remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us, and when we're brave enough to listen, and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the and that's a wrap. I lied. I have one more. Go ahead, do your thing. Um, Hema he, he, Michelle. I know she changes her name for security reasons because of her job. But she knows who she is. Um, she, did you, she was out at Disneyland now. I think she was just at Disney World a couple weeks or months ago, something like that. And, anyways, or maybe she wasn't, or maybe she was just planning. But anyway, she's at Disneyland right now, and how awesome, how awesome of a trip she had. Mike, didn't you so, just say uh, her? Yeah. I just said that. Well, then you should probably cut that all out. <laughs> I was, was going to let you go on. until I figured out if he really did or not. But I was like, unless I'm losing my mind, I think <laughs> well, he's just... You're, you're like my kids. You don't listen to me. <laughs> I I, when you talk, I tone you right. I don't look at you, and I tone you Apparently. up. Apparently. Jeez. Oh, man. Well, anyways, hey. Close whatever. this thing she up. A... Let's head out of here, guys.
I, that's what I get for picking first, huh? Just tune me out. 